Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hello, welcome to episode 291 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 25th, and my name is Dan Gorman. I ate a cheesecake, I took a nap. What more can one man do? (laughs) My name is uh, Casey Lyons, and I can't stand it. The women smell like men, and the men, you smell like horse people. (laughs) My name is Greg LeGros, and I was busy pushing bodies around, as you well know. And what would a note say, Dan? Cat dead. Details later. (laughs) (laughs) We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. We will be reviewing Tyler Perry's Boo 2, a Medea Halloween in Film Roulette, alongside the Amityville Asylum, and our discussion of the Gangsta Nip, or Gangsta NIP album, (laughs) The South Park Psycho. Uh, We will roll for movies next week as well. Uh, we will do lots of stuff and review movies we've been watching and movie news and more in our uh, opening segment. But first, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to iTunes and rate and review us if you have not done that yet. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. And you can tell all your friends about us in real life before going to modernsuperior.com and clicking on the Patreon button and donating $2 or more. Uh, if you donate the $2, you get into the Slack channel where you will be able to uh, check out what's going on in there, and uh, you will, can also pay more and get our bonus episodes and lots of other things. Bony apps. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Oh, fine. <laughs> going real good, Dan. Yeah, another week, another rep. <sighs> yeah, straight. Almost Halloween. Almost. Almost. Not yet. Have you guys been in the mood? Yes. In the mood to spook? Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what poopy mood yeah. uh poopy? no i'm not in the mood for anything right now no <laughs> way too busy to yeah. even think or yeah. Do, uh, <laughs> yeah busy week it was hard to do things yeah. yeah um well let's get right into the itty bitty tidbit committee okay where we talk about things that are going on uh movie news things that we have watched and more um i'm gonna do a real quick plug here for myself <laughs> oh cool he's gonna hijack this yeah yeah um you know what <laughs> i'm gonna do one too oh sweet yeah great hey you know what guys hmm. me too <laughs> oh, it's mostly gonna be about my butthole yeah. <laughs> it, update i got a butthole <laughs> <laughs> uh i wanted to say really quick that um 
a friend of mine from the Now Playing Podcast Network, Jim, uh, he put out a relief compilation album that benefits Puerto Rico and the victims of Hurricane Maria. Uh, and he was asking people for songs for this compilation. And I remembered that I had an old Beck cover that I made with my friend Tim. And I said, maybe you'll want to put this out there. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. And so oh, it's great. it's on this little compilation. You can Google relief, a benefit for Puerto Rico. Uh, it's on Bandcamp. Um, and it is $10, I believe, and all of the money will be going to uh, the benefit. So if you are in the mood for a compilation like you used to find on, uh, you know, at the uh, HMV or something, you know, you just be like, what's this? Oh, okay, a bunch of bands I've never heard of. That's uh-huh. cool. You should do this. Yeah. Yes. Dan, for something that was hijacking for your own purposes, that was pretty selfless. Yeah. <laughs> that was shamelessly selfish. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and yeah, so do that. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, come right. on. Totally. Come on. What are you guys plugging? Uh, I, uh, starting tomorrow, will be the first record of it, but uh, Jamie Dew of The Do-Over. Nice. And I uh, have been working for a f- quite a few months now, kind of planning on doing a... Uh, a little uh, a limited run show, yeah. Um, where we were going to uh, go through all of the albums by the Tragically Hip, um, and we had it set up to. Uh, we were going to probably do it this weekend. We had planned a couple of weeks ago. I got a little slowed down from the, of course, uh, tragic news about Gord Downey uh, passing away this past week. Um, so. Uh, but we are still going ahead with the podcast, and it's going to start recording tomorrow. We're going to have our teaser uh, sort of short first episode up in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, so, yeah. This is going to be so good. It's going to be good. There will be guests. There will be uh, tons of Canadian content and trivia. Yeah. There will be lots of uh, hip and gourd talk. That's awesome. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And We're I'm very excited about it. Is it, it going to be a uh, weekly situation? or? Um, I think it's going to be bi-weekly. Um, we're going to do like a big recording chunk and yeah. uh, release the episodes. Just going to record uh, a real chunk. Big chunk. <laughs> I yeah, think it's going to be a nice time. It's such a good idea, too, because I, I still feel like, and I, and I think we've talked about this before, you know, the border towns are really big on the hip, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's really like, deep in america as big of a thing obviously as it is around the border and no, here in canada no. so i feel like the idea of having a, a chunk of podcast listing that can like dive into what makes the music so special is going to be like really useful for people like oh i don't know anything about the hip yeah. like check well check, here we are talking about why it's special yeah and i think we'll have an interesting uh two perspectives on it and our you know whoever comes in as our, our guests as well yeah. because my, me being an american and mm-hmm. you know moving here and then uh getting interested in them and listening to what they were talking about yeah as well as there's i think there's a different thing in canada too if you lived in a small town or if you lived in a big city the perspective of the hip and like how you view them or maybe their yes yeah, yeah affects like- your music so jamie being a guy who's been both small town and big city and me being a downtown guy yeah and an american i don't know there's just a lot of there's stuff to talk about totally yeah, for sure yeah nice. and a lot of albums and we're gonna go through all of them yeah and i i will be listening because i need to know more about the albums because yeah. i am one of those people who only dabbled here and there and then yeah. recently when we started talking about them over the past year or year and a half i have been getting into it more and more but still like 
some of them i'm just like i don't know anything about this one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, very consistent output um and a completely unique um voice and vision nice yeah. Yeah. looking forward to it yeah um Casey, you're going to talk about your butthole now? (laughs) (laughs) What's he got in there? I was just going to say, you know, uh, check out my butthole. Yeah. Now on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Rate and review it on iTunes. Uh It's stinky. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) So, what have we been watching this weekend and or movie news? What's the news? News? Not, not like really. Like the well, news, the new the, the news machine of Hollywood has slowed down. Yeah. With, all it is is Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Turns out uh, James Toback is a real piece of shit too. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, he's a shitty uh, piece director. of garbage. Uh, in, in black and white. Uh, he directed uh, two girls and a guy or whatever. Remember that? Oh, uh, with remember that? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he did a couple movie. He did a couple uh, wrote, with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He wrote, uh, uh, he did The Pickup Artist, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, Wait, isn't he like a known scumbag? <laughs> yeah. Is this a new thing? It's one of those things where it's like, hey, we all knew he was a scumbag, but like, uh, what are you going to do? It's Hollywood. And then now it's like, right. wait, maybe yeah, we should come out or like, like yeah. hey, I have an idea. Let's stop enabling yeah, shitheads. Totally. Uh, yeah. Wow. He yeah. Some to... things came out just like, hey, here's the specifics to how much of a piece of garbage he was uh, that we all kind of knew what should have done. So, yeah. Right. Totally. Great. Um, so hey, yeah. Guess what? Everybody sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, the new trailer for the new P.T. Anderson film came out. Oh, I didn't. Ah, oh, shit. The Phantom Thread. Oh. So there's that. I we can wait till you guys talk about it though. It looks yeah, really I, good. I, I, I yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> he makes good movies. Daniel Day Lewis. I feel like I kind of mm. want to pause to watch it. Didn't he retire, Daniel Day-Lewis? Ah, well, how many times? I feel like you retire, and then Paul Thomas Anderson goes, want to be in my movie? And then you go, yeah. Yeah, That sounds great. Well, well, we can talk about it uh, at a later date. It looks really great. All right. And hope it's better than The Master. Yeah. Yeah, I like The Master, but it's definitely not one that stuck in my mind. I was like, I watched it and was like, this is gorgeous and very interesting, and I will never watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) I love all of the elements of this movie, except for the movie itself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. But although um, we discussed before the show, we kind of have a, a part one of a theme. Yeah. So it's been getting close to Halloween, but also... Uh, there's been a number of Stephen King properties this year. It's the yes. year of King. Big time. The and, King uh, is King this year. Yeah. Something something that we used to do on the show was a little segment called The King Ring. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Way we, back. Uh, mainly what we would watch were the uh, miniseries. Yes. Yeah. The uh, horribly misguided miniseries. So bad. Yeah, you guys watched like everyone. <laughs> we watched a ton of them. Yeah. And I was like... I think I'm not doing this because yeah. I don't want to watch this much. Yeah. Listen, it was a real waste of time. <laughs> yeah. And very hard to do. Yeah. Uh, and it became listen, very disheartening after a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this, uh, but now suddenly Stephen King properties are uh, hard as shit. Yeah. And I will say, uh, we did do that, though, to, uh, we did that to somehow prove the point that Stephen King movies are... Uh, for the most part, very good. Yeah. Dispelling the myth of that. Yeah, compared it's the to the miniseries yeah. that are total dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Proved that by watching them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We proved that thing that everybody knew already. <laughs> I don't and, know. It's like, oh, and he, wasted. The Stephen King Powers movies are bad movies. And like, that's not fucking true at all. Yeah. They're mostly good. Yeah, yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have. Stephen King, again, like, he has that 
insane swing from adaptations of like really good and like this is tug yeah. shit yeah. but yeah. i do horrible. feel like the swing in movies is like when you look at the grand scheme of it there's more okay to great than yes. there is yeah go lower look, than like, okay go look at a list on wikipedia and you're gonna be like oh i like that movie i yeah. like that movie i like that movie oh that's horrible i yeah. like that movie i like yeah. that you know there's a few that i've never seen but assumed to be shit like quicksilver highway or like the night flyer um, um, I've seen. What the sleep- hell is Quicksilver Highway? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a. I feel like that's Stephen King. Maybe yeah. it's not. Um, I think you made it. Sleepwalkers up. is really shitty, but it's, people it's love Sleepwalkers it. Is people love it. I don't do get they? it. Yeah, well, they're like crazy. this is hilarious. Yeah, it is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah, it's just terrible it's though. Fucking out there. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Stephen King uh, Coke fantasy. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, but now so his he's all hot as shit again. Yeah, because of it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's never not been popular. Yeah, no, everybody. This is a big year. Them, this is like, a huge, big, big releases this yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it was For a financial forest. juggernaut and uh, critically very well received. Yeah. Right. Then there was The Dark Tower, yeah. which is a bomb, both, yeah. both uh, money and critics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I double checked Quicksilver Highway from 97 is a Stephen King movie. It's a Mick Garris joint, so you know it's probably garbage. Oh, boy. Uh, and it's uh, two of his stories, The Chattering Teeth and The Body Politic. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. so there you go. I'm not really super fine. familiar yeah. with any of that. Um, apparently, it's not very good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Netflix, though. Netflix then jumped into the game. Puts together two uh, uh, made-for-Netflix films. Yes. Uh, 1922. And Gerald's game. And Gerald's game. Not the most super well-known stuff. Mm-hmm. Gerald's game. Uh, Gerald's more game so. was fairly popular. I think it was a '90s book, is, right? It was. Yeah. Not was it '90s? I think Gerald's yeah. game was one of the yeah, yeah '90s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those movies came out it, uh, fairly close together. It's interesting Netflix. because I do feel like we've had okay, you know the. Uh, the sort of knowledge that they're going to make Gerald's game, they're doing this 1922 thing, it is coming out, but it hasn't been until just now that 1922 hit Netflix, Gerald's game was a few weeks back or a month ago or whatever, it was in theaters, Dark Tower just before then, it's like, now that we've just gotten through it, I'm like, god damn, that's a lot of Stephen King. But on the way up, I was just like, okay, yeah, they're making more. It's like, oh, well, there's that. Yeah. Now, uh, between the three of us, we have seen all of this stuff. Yeah. Except for the Dark Tower, which none of us have seen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but we are going to talk about uh, these Stephen King adaptations mm-hmm. uh, and one more, just yeah. for fun. Yeah. Dip back to 1991. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and then we'll circle back next week and complete whatever, whoever hasn't seen what they what they're missing will right. will fill in the gaps and we'll circle and back next chime week. in and we're and all we'll all talk about going it. to suffer <laughs> through the Dark Tower yeah. to see just what went wrong there. Yeah. yeah. So what? What if this isn't the King Ring? What is it? It is the King Ring. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. if we needed a new name or not. Ring yeah. Ring. It's, it's the, the King, King Ring. ring. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. For I thought you were gonna say I Ring know. Ring Ring King Rana phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Okay. Why would I say those words together? You don't know that song? Banana <laughs> Ring 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 <laughs> Banana, banana phone? phone? No, is that a thing? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes, it's a thing. You both said it. Yeah. You did. Oh, well, you're Aggressively dumb. Aggressively at me. <laughs> 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 uh, is, a, is it a Raffi song? It is a Raffi yeah. song, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Man, so I just I just wrestling. assume someone's gonna say banana phone after they say ring ring ring. Sure. <laughs> no. Okay, but King Ring Part Two. Yeah. yeah, we'll come next week. Here's yeah. Part One. This is Part right. One. So, should we start with uh, the outlier of sometimes they come back? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> From 1991. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, a made-for-TV film, right? Not Although, tech- well, I don't think it came out in theaters. No, I don't no. think so. But when I watched it, I was like, "This just doesn't feel like a made-for-TV movie to me." No, it feels little, more like a theatrical film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tim <laughs> Matheson stars. Yes, um, and it's directed by Tom McLaughlin and some familiar faces of uh, yeah. '80s movies and TV shows: Brooke Adams, William Sanderson, mm-hmm. Nicholas Sadler, that guy from uh, Weird Science, yeah. and. Uh, Yes. <laughs> uh, some other movie other people. Yeah. Other, other fellows. Yeah. yeah. The guy who's not Robert Downey Jr. in Weird Science, his buddy. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, Casey, you've read the story. Have you, Greg? I've seen the movie. Oh, you have. Yeah. I just but saw you... it in 1991. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I definitely read the story, but yeah. in like 1987 <laughs> <Okay>. or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not quite that. And I knew like nothing that. about it. Yeah. Uh, whoop. And I knew nothing about this. <laughs> um, so we watched it. Well, I watched it, and then I was like, somebody else needs to watch this yeah, because so I need... I did that, too. Athena and I watched it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> I had so much fun watching I was curious because, yeah, you, I was like, something's up. That he was like, hey, this is on YouTube. <laughs> Just letting you know I saw it. This yeah. movie was exactly what i was in the mood for when i put it on and it made me very happy to watch yeah. i remember i remember this is one of the first times i remember going like uh okay this is stupid <laughs> but super fun yeah yeah like this is a great convergence of dumb yeah. and great fun uh i was disappointed <laughs> because there's a lot in it that yeah i uh, read there's the, a lot in the book that isn't uh, i read right. the differences of like the ending are like yeah i went and i read the book and i was like well that's nothing like this yeah <laughs> um for if you don't know the plot is a uh a teacher re- returns to his hometown because uh, it's the only place he could get a job uh reluctantly to teach there because his brother died there yes as a child personal demons yeah and stuff and then students from his class begin to go missing and are replaced by hilarious greasers <laughs> that, that killed his brother and right. died they also died in a fiery accident right yeah yeah, yeah. uh so but i like that a lot i think that's great it is great. the thing is with this movie which is like it's pretty okay but <laughs> the concept itself especially if you're going to make the big changes from the novella yeah uh, is this is not a, m- a movie material this is a uh, segment in a creep show, yeah, or, yeah, or like an episode is... of Amazing Stories, or something <laughs> like it's just they like one beat, one note for an hour and a half. Oh, like and I get it. I well, really a feel like note. <laughs> it's really such a good like note. They didn't uh, camp it up as much as it needed. Oh, no. dude, it's uh, so campy. But I don't. I remember. But I, I think at that time for me it was very legitimate. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. No, yeah, it's like. And, <laughs> and I'm not saying like this is great. Yeah, I'm just saying that f- there's something about the like hokey '90s aesthetic of this movie 
that I was unable to see through the veneer of just like this aesthetic is all I care about right now as yeah. I watch this movie and the goofy greasers and the way they have a dumb laugh and the way they torture the, everyone and mm. and all the like Stephen King schmaltzy sheen in the direction and the like nostalgic you know goggles that this movie has on yeah I can look at it and recognize like this is not good as a movie but just it was made me so happy to watch for some reason yeah. i was just so like this is just the kind of shit that i wanted to watch tonight it was easy and fun and yep. silly yep. and then like they're walking through portals and stuff at the end and like the yeah. brothers <laughs> i'm just like this is wonderful i could have <laughs> well, watched it for another it. hour yeah <laughs> there's miniatures being used in the explosions and stuff like right. the trains blowing up i was yeah. just like i like all this yeah shit i love it if this movie had like some actual like good kills or like exciting or or frightening <laughs> violence uh, and not just handling all the violence and death like a TV show would in yeah. 1990. This would be pretty amazing. But it just ha- doesn't have any of the like, visual high points. Again, I don't. I'm not yeah, disagreeing yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like this little <laughs> flick. It just it could. It's it's a little like yeah. Th- I see the potential. Yeah, yeah. to be something yeah. more. Otherwise, if it's just this, then 45 minutes is probably going to. I'm kind of glad though that it's like because then you know with like the the kid like on his bike getting like run off the road and falling into the rocks it would be like all hyper gory and but i want just there to be a really goofy reveal of him going like oh and then like the rocks <laughs> like that was part of it for me fair enough yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i just had a fun time with it i was also i had a fun time looking at tim matheson's hair yeah <laughs> and like the acting is all over the map yeah 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 for he's, sure i have no problem with tim matheson he's, yeah, I think he's like a nice sturdy you know plug him in character yeah guy. yeah um, but his hair, <laughs> it's this weird end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, non-hair yeah. hair. Like, it's like like you're growing your hair out, but not willing to take the full step of going. Yeah. It's not quite a Ted Waz, but it's like... <laughs> it's it's close. Yeah. But I, I was looking at him like, how do you get that haircut? How do yeah. you maintain it? How do you comb it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you brush it. Yeah, yeah. but it's more in of a what brush fashion? There's yeah. like, what do you? I don't know how you. Uh, I'll show you later. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the grooming process of that hairdo. I'm giving a class on it. It just seems like it. It, it either lands like that, or yeah. you don't have that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have that very specific type of hair. Yeah, sure. And, and it just does that. Yeah, yeah. Because my hair just does that. Yeah. If I grow long enough, it just does that. Just very in a large, <laughs> large <Yeah>. capacity. <laughs> Yeah, and this movie is very much now you that. The years is a different thing. You have the Ted Waz. I can Ted Waz it up, but, yeah, which but is that's, pretty amazing. It's very wonderful. A few times you've done it, I've been delighted. It's just it's something that you can only do once. It's <laughs> very you, elusive. You've done it at least three times. It's an elusive hairstyle because it, there's a lot of work goes into it. It runs as, your life. As yeah, it does. <laughs> It's worth it. <laughs> but uh, as a lot of people know, I'm not very uh, good at having a personal appearance. <laughs> so, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Well, so, uh, the, that kind of like 90s, but still 80s thing is definitely how I would describe some, sometimes they come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like didn't they make a sequel called? They sometimes made two sequels. They come back again. Sometimes they come back again, and then sometimes also they come back 
for a third time. I think, I don't know more. if sometimes they come back. Sometimes they come back a bit more than they did the last time. <laughs> it's called like, sometimes they come back again, and then sometimes they come back. What is, I'm going to have to look it up because it's going to kill me. Sometimes they go away. <laughs> and then surprise, here they come again. Yeah, it's like, all, all, sometimes Two. they come back for more. Oh, That's what it's called. God. And that one is apparently no, nothing to do with the other two films and is about like these guys that are up at like a um, winter. So it's like a, they're, they're trying to do a thing ripoff. Oh. That, the third one just becomes, hey, we're up in the winter somewhere and Great. we're isolated and there's a monster. Uh-huh. And it has nothing to do with greasers that go like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Now, this makes a lot of changes. Yeah. But feels like a Stephen King. It feels joint. so, yeah. It's like, it's. So it's, it gets something right. Yeah. Stand By Me meets uh, fucking, I don't know, one of his, uh, Christine slash mm-hmm. something else. Because there's yeah. like a car that has amazing fire yeah, shooting out of the back a of it. Sweet yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not great. But if you have an eye for that kind of cheese, you might dig it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> The old cheese eye. Yeah. yeah. So that's one King thing. Right. Down. Yeah. Done. Uh, and then, yeah, about a month ago, uh, Gerald's Game dropped on yes. Netflix. I have not okay. yet seen Gerald's Game, but I'm yeah. very, very curious about it. And I... Nor have I read the book. Me either. I don't read book. <laughs> no. It was that Gerald's Game came out right when I was like... Not reading. So yeah, much yeah I feel King like it was anymore. the first Stephen King book that, that came out buy. after I yeah. stopped yeah, reading. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed like it was like the the sea change of Stephen King. Like you know, people were getting too old, and they're like, ah, I'm not going to read that. But then there was like, there's a whole other generation of of like kids were, who were teens when that came out. Yeah, and they're like, Whoa, what's this? Yeah, and that's like one that I see kind of talked about a lot too. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I felt like I waited a long time to watch this because I kept Me hearing too. about it. Like, and and in particular, I I I was telling a lot of people, "Hey, don't tell me anything about this because everything that I've been hearing is like about that scene. There's a that scene in this movie. Don't." And I kept my brother had seen it for weeks, and I was like, "Do not fucking tell me because I didn't read the book. <laughs> I don't want to know what that scene is." But I kept seeing people tweeting like, oh, if this was in theaters, I'd love to see it, see how an audience would react to that or whatever. And I was just like, please, nobody spoil this movie for me. Yeah. yeah. If there's a that scene. <laughs> um, and it wasn't And it was not you? spoiled. Great. Is no. there a that scene? Yes. Great. <laughs> and don't. No. Is no, no. There, <laughs> yes. Is there a that scene? Oh, though? my God. Are is you kidding there- me? <laughs> just kidding there is yeah because and i went into the scene and i won't again i will not say a single thing about it but i went into it being like i'm gonna straight face it through whatever it is i don't care Mm -hmm. and my brother was like i watched it and like we all watched it together we couldn't we couldn't like not be vocal about it and i was like i'm gonna be quiet and straight face through this whole thing and then halfway through it i was like "Ah!" (laughs) yeah if that scene had a an official noise that went with it it would be (laughs) and yeah and it's not like the most over-the-top disgusting thing in the world like again there's a bone tomahawk scene that is another that scene and this isn't like that but it's tomahawk scene has a noise for me too because i watched it and i was watching athena and i watched it together and she fell asleep yeah and woke up right at that scene and just went no (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Amazing. I was yeah. like, oh, good. She's going to, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought she won't have to see this horribleness. <laughs> it's really funny, too, because Gerald's game, my brother watched it, and then I hung with my parents on the weekend, and he was telling them, like, you should check out this movie on Netflix. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it tonight, too. And then right after I watched it, I texted my brother. I was like, why did you tell my parents to watch this? Because that <laughs> is not going to be okay for them. <laughs> There's a there's there's two scenes in it that uh, or two things in yeah. it that really did that for me. But one in, in yeah particular and that was. I, I guess for the listeners who don't know anything about Gerald's game, it's the gist of the film is a husband and wife go up to an isolated cottage to kind of get uh, some spice back in their marriage. They are kind of in a weird place, and it's his idea, um, and they're going to do this sort of kinky game of. Uh, handcuffing her to the bed and and there's going to be some kind of a role play and she's kind of maybe doing it uh, not against her will but a little bit like uh, let's see this through yeah reluctantly sure. let's see that how what if this is going to help or not but it's definitely his game uh, and he has a heart attack during it and yeah. the rest of the movie is she's uh, handcuffed to the bed and and hallucinating and and so on and so forth yes yeah yeah it's uh um what did you what do you think casey well this movie is i don't know yet if i want to say top five yeah definitely top 10 favorite mm. movies of the year wow. i really liked it i don't I, think i would go that far but i liked it a lot i was fucking blown away i yeah. think it's so expertly directed i agree with all, that like flanagan yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, he is he's right up there now with my top favorite names. Like I, I put him now up there with uh, maybe not quite as high yet as Jeremy Saulnier or um, mm-hmm. oh, there was someone else that I, I keep meaning to mention. But uh, he's in that world of like he's not specifically horror or specifically genre, but he's doing these he's just but he does. <clears throat> yeah things and he makes fucking solid choices were you thinking of craig r zoller Zoller? yeah okay uh no not yet because i haven't seen uh brawl yeah uh, you guys gotta watch that yeah i gotta watch that um (laughs) but uh but uh yeah like holy shit this this movie is really beautiful uh and it's a it's a real balancing act for sure but so beautifully acted (laughs) yeah so much of this rests on carla Gugino, 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 Gugi Fruits. Somebody help me. Okay, Gorman. Carla, Gugino. Gugino. Yeah. Gugino. Jesus. On her shoulders, and she is fucking wonderful. She's, could it be Gugino? Uh, she's terrific. Huh? Could, it be, could it be Gugino? Gugino. Gugino. <laughs> No, yeah, it's she, probably not any of the no, things we've yeah. said. Her performance is is unbelievable. It's, it's so fucking good. fantastic. Yeah. But not only her, fucking Bruce Greenwood yeah. is phenomenal. And He's that good dog, at yeah, yeah, the dog is fucking wonderful. <laughs> um, there's another actor in it who's shocking. Um, uh, yeah, but and you know who's fucking absolutely dead on fan fucking tastic in this movie? Henry Thomas. Oh, great. Yeah. He's great. He is fucking great in this movie. Yeah, and and I will say that I've seen a lot of back and forth divisiveness over the the ending. I myself have gone back and forth and back and forth about the ending. Sometimes I love it. Uh, But then other times I'm like, 
it's it's one of those unnecessary codas that Stephen King sometimes does. Well, like here's the thing: sometimes those things exist in his in I, his property. I think it's it's a an, an ending that I understand why people don't like because there is a reveal where you're like, well, that's like that's kind of silly. But I think if if the movie didn't end the way that it does right at the end, then it's just an exploitative movie. I think there's like a and release or there like so much of the movie is built into right the like right at the end that i feel like otherwise it's a little bit too just like and again with no spoilers or whatever there's a like the backstory and all this stuff just becomes like a tired trope without the sort of landing of the ending i understand what you're saying but i think before that specific thing happens i think everything gets wrapped up nicely enough that it's not exploitative that it's about uh uh fuck i can't we can wait until next week to dive into it but i think i think without the last thing it ends it ends up nicely and is not exploitative and i think that uh that again sometimes i think about the the end part and i'm just like i really love that 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 happened and and um and there's it really stays with me but then other times i'm like oh but it really would have been nice without it it's interesting. It's yeah, definitely I, fucking interesting. I can't wait to see yeah. this. Oh boy, it's yeah. it's it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Beginning to end, it is fucking gripping. Yeah, absolutely gripping. Yeah, dynamite. Totally, Gerald's game. Watch it, and we'll watch it, and it'll uh, it'll make you say, "You know what ah! I? Yeah, oh, <laughs> you know what I think next. A week. couple yeah. times, and I want to <laughs> talk to you about yeah. the other time that that happens. Um, so yeah, Gerald's game. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah outs cool i will and we'll talk about it again a little brief yeah. uh roundup next week and then right. there was 1922 down in the king ring yeah <laughs> so did you guys both did you both watch 1922 i certainly did yes okay so i'm the odd man out here and i want to know all about it mm-hmm. all right because okay. this is another one that i feel like i've seen good and negative about yeah mm. this um, is a movie from Netflix, <laughs> yep. another old Netflixy. Uh-huh. Um, this is a movie about uh, a man writing a confession about how he killed his wife. Yeah, in the year nineteen twenty-two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Thomas Jane, Thomas Jane, Molly Parker, mm. others. Yes, is Canadians. It, yeah, is it also like? And I'm just going off of like what I remember from the trailer. Is there a kind of like the, he murders his wife and then there's the horror begins in the kind of like memories or she's coming back maybe well, or then, not or what? As you may have heard, sometimes they come back. Oh, <laughs> for more. Yeah. <laughs> more. Um, yeah, it's it's not a supernatural film. No. Okay. No. I felt like in the trailer it made it out like she's back. For revenge? No, well, uh, no, definitely not. Damn. No. Uh, well, I mean, that's mm. that's it's debatable. Yeah. So is it a thing of like he thinks she's back for revenge? No. <laughs> okay. It's more of no, a and it's telltale not even, heart kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's thing? that's a perfect uh, yeah. uh, comparison. Um. So, uh, what did you think about this movie? I thought I liked this movie very much. I thought, I thought I liked this movie. Yeah. I thought it's, I think I had a nice watch of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really very nice, nice and, and good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, fine. 
Do you want to be able to get your hand out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll get it. Yeah. Uh, um, it's. I think it looks great. It looks uh, great. Tom Jane is great in it. He is. Yeah. Uh, a fine actor. Uh, yeah. He was like, you know what? What if I did a whole movie where I didn't open my mouth? <laughs> and uh, and then he s- straight up did it, and it was yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like this movie. It's not amazing, but it's, no, it's good. It is, and it not has some really, really strong moments in it. It's uh, very forgettable. Yes, uh, and and there's a couple things in it where it's you know it's really Canadian, <laughs> but, <laughs> it, but uh, I think yeah, it is very Canadian, it, and it also is very Stephen Kingy. It, yeah, I felt that that thing that you kind of it's nice to have there in his movies this felt like a Stephen King thing to me yeah and I feel like that tone like whatever the intent is like whatever you can wrap into like it was it was his performance of that guy and that narrative yeah and it just it was written Stephen Kingy he played it Kingy because Kingy stuff is very it is charactery yeah you know it, uh, car- almost caricature right like there's there's just a heightened reality that makes all of the crazy shit that happens in Stephen King books and whatnot um feel organic yeah uh and and this movie has a lot of that uh and and does that feeling pretty well yeah it's just I found it a little forgettable it's a little unremarkable uh, yeah the story itself is just unremarkable that's the thing the yeah. story itself is like oh uh, what a dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> those guys are real pieces or of or uh, and I don't want to taint uh, your viewing of it Dan okay you're chiming in next week but yeah. based on how Thomas Jane looks in this movie and the accent he goes with this could also be the darkest earnest movie that I've ever oh. seen <laughs> Know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta kill my wife. Hey, Vern. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, you tell me next week if okay. this is the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see it. Ernest goes to hell. Hey, Vern. <laughs> what should I do about my wife? Yeah. Ernest murders his wife. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, a lot of fun. I'm telling you, he's got a Jim Verney thing happening in this movie. <laughs> kind of does. Yeah, but again, it's it's it, his thing is quite compelling. It no, it's great. The rest of it, like, there's a lot of Canadian acting in it. Uh, where uh, trust me, there's just that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah, I'll fine. watch it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, it was a good watch, and yeah. I was I wanted. Sometimes you want this kind of like not fairy tale, but like little you know t- tale of of misadventure yeah. and murder <laughs> for Halloween experience, and it's uh, it does a fine job of that. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and I really like the look of it. Uh, yeah. It's a good October view. For sure, yeah, it's worth your time. Yeah, yeah. sweet. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and, and, talk I, about it and next week. I, I do think it did a fine job of feeling like a Stephen King property. Nice. Yeah, which is I think key to the success of these things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like Gerald's game uh, felt it had its kingy things in it. Like it had its very kingy. Uh, uh, not even the characters necessarily, but like. Uh, Scare, scares yeah uh, right. uh, and themes and stuff like mm-hmm. that and and its themes are very themey yeah um <laughs> sorry uh but uh <laughs> but it, it it almost feels a lot more like a mike flanagan thing yeah like there's elements of like hush of course because you know yeah a lady alone in a house um there's elements of uh, of that like it feels more like a mike flanagan thing than a stephen king thing I think. Mm-hmm. yeah 
Uh, hey, come on, guys. Whatever. King thing. Yeah. This is the All King right. Ring. King Ring. Yeah, <laughs> Part two next week. Yes. We will do a little roundup. I will see Gerald's game and let you know if I liked it as much as these two. Dan will see 1922 yes. and see if he... What oh. he thinks of Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And all three of us will watch the yes. Dark Tower to try and figure out what they fucked up. Yeah. Totally. To try and answer the question, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of spooky stuff, yeah. I will throw out a real quick Halloween pick of mine, which isn't super Halloween-y, uh, but I watched Alligator. Oh, man, I yeah. love that movie. Which I've seen before. Yeah, I've got it here on VHS someplace. Yeah, I was like, you know what I haven't seen since the Rancho Bar Days? Yeah. 1980s Alligator. Yeah. You know what movie is still awesome? <laughs> Fucking 1980s, 1980s Alligator. alligator. <laughs> this Robert is, Forrester. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, one of the best, like, animal attacks, Jaws ripoffs. Oh, yeah. You know, there was piranha which was kind of taking the shit out of jaws a little bit yeah and then there's alligator yeah um i was mystified by the fucking vhs box when i was a kid yeah totally it just creeped it's, me the fuck out yeah. so bad also so good what a great poster co-written by john sales uh who also uh had a hand in piranha and huh. um is a great you should never put your hand in <laughs> no but but john sales is a great uh name when you see attached to genre movies like this because you're like at the very least this is gonna be very entertaining and yeah. alligator is a movie that just goes it's yeah. not super gory or whatever it's not like if you're if you're watching it on halloween you got to know it's it's part animal creature movie part like almost disaster movie it kind of yeah, has yeah. that sort of like disaster thriller scenes. feel there's but there's some, some fucking there, scenes yeah it's there's a, a there's a public yeah. event yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good yes it's a great late night movie that won't put you to sleep like yeah. if you're like if it's like 11 o'clock and you're like i want to watch like a freaky movie or like a monster movie but i don't want one of those ones that's like gonna drag everything out yeah alligator is either something funny is happening or something awesome yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much always <laughs> totally like some of the effects are fucking great and yeah some of them are fucking hilarious yeah yeah and even the like the weird scenes that they put in like to like fill the movie up are like what is this awesome yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's entertaining yeah you'll you will not be disappointed Dynamite. with alligator that's a movie i've only ever seen without sound at the bar it works with sound mm. yeah yeah it's really good it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those rare yeah. movies that works with sound i feel like it doesn't get like you know it, it's not like this underrated underseen thing but it, it is a little bit um you know just not talked about enough like if you haven't seen alligator it's a great time yeah and you like that kind of out of the 70s into the 80s kind of creature attack movies yeah, yeah watch man. alligator for sure so good what else did you guys check out that wasn't king related hmm. anything yeah what'd you do i watched a uh found footage movie okay that i normally i don't really go for the found footage thing okay but it had a ton of of solid reviews on Shutter. Yeah. I and, I kind of want to guess it now. And then I checked it out on IMDb <laughs> and it's got like some solid Yeah. reviews there too. If you're like way better in mm-hmm. business being. Is this like, Lake Mungo? No. Okay. I have I have I have Lake Mungo in my queue though. Yeah. Um I really like Lake Mungo. Hell House LLC. Oh, I have heard good reviews of this. What the hell is that? It's a found footage film. Okay. People have been... <laughs> I remember. There's been some they buzz around this previously. for sure. I've yeah. seen, like, on some podcasts, I've heard people talk about it. But then I also saw a couple people being, like, 
why the fuck are people saying this is great because mm-hmm. it's not? So I don't know who to believe. <laughs> um, it's the, a limited liability company? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's about like a haunted house thing, right? Or something. Yeah. Uh, there is uh, five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary team goes blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Back to the scene or you whatever. Know. Uh, it's a found footage film. You know yeah. how this works. Yeah. So yeah, there was a disaster at a opening night of a haunted house, and this is the footage. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I I'm so not down usually with the found footage. Yeah. I find it unengaging, distracting, awful, awful. Yeah. And it's just like the and so an excuse repetitive. For, yeah. An excuse for uh, zero plotting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you couldn't get any money. I don't know what you're... Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but I was like, I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. I'll give it a go. I didn't know what else to watch. We were kind of like, let's not waste our whole night trying to pick what movie to watch. Let's just watch the movie. Yeah. And we put the movie on and uh, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. I don't know what these reviews are talking about. It's another boring. It's the acting is not as horrible as usual in a uh, found footage film, but it's not good. Yeah. And uh, the thing that pissed me off the most is if this isn't a found footage movie, there are a couple of ideas in here and setups that I'm like, this would have worked fine in an actual movie. If you had made an actual movie, this would have been just fucking fine. There's this clown design that's very good and creepy. And a couple of, yeah, there's a couple of scene setups where I'm like, if this was shot like a real movie and not this fucking thing, that would actually be creepy. (laughs) Yeah. But this is fucking stupid. Um, I've seen reviews that call it a mockumentary and then others that say found footage. So is it one or the other? It's both. Okay. Because I it a find documentary it, like is no, it, is not it, funny. Yeah, yeah. No, but like documentary. Yeah, but like mockumentary doesn't <laughs> necessarily <laughs> mean it has to be funny. No. It's just that it's 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 set up as a mock documentary. Yeah. So it's a document, but it's like it's clearly not a documentary because things that happen at the end of it yeah. turn it back into that's anyway. dumb. Because yeah. I think it's con- it's confusing in its delivery. Yeah, the, uh, the the mock documentary is more of a setup for me that works then then just like here's raw footage somehow yeah. edited together yeah because yeah, yeah. lake mungo is exactly that like it's hey this is a documentary and it's not like oh here we are following the documentary crew up to the house it's yeah, like yeah. you're watching what is ostensibly a documentary about a family yeah and, that, and i feel like that works because then you can just be like okay i've bought into your fake conceit that this is about real people yeah and it works as an aesthetic because it just looks like a documentary. Whereas found footage is like, not only do I have to buy into that this is a real thing that happened, I also have to buy into that all the things that are like a checklist about these movies where it's like, keep you, everybody keeps filming and, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, and, oh and it looks God. like shit and how did it get edited together? And then like, why is that shot lit that way? It's just like everything just falls apart under yeah. scrutiny yeah. unless it's so good that you overlook these problems yeah, and, and none of them a, are of like them. four of them are. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Don't, don't be fooled. <laughs> okay. Well, what, are, shit. what are the good found footage movies? Uh, oh, Blair Witch, obviously. Blair Witch. I really like Bobcat Goldthwaite's, which is kind of oh, exactly the I same. Still as haven't done Blair that Witch. One, yeah. I did not care for that at all. It's a, it's the same movie. Yeah, Wreck. Uh, who? Oh, Wreck is very good. Shrek. Wreck. Yeah. Shrek. Wreck. Yeah, Wreck is Wreck yeah. is really good. Yeah. Like Clover, there's there's a Cloverfield. few. Yeah. Cloverfield's oh, Clover, yeah, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. 
Uh, Shrek. I think I did. What's the other one? Uh, what's the one about the superhero kids? Chronicle. Oh, Chronicle. Yeah, uh, Chronicle's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, I saw part of that. Apparently, the Dirties like is really good. <laughs> which is that Canadian one about like uh, school shooting and the kids are filming she themselves. Gave me a real mm. case of the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this one sucks. Okay. Yeah, but it's fucking useless. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, Just did you useless. watch any non-Stephen King stuff? Uh we, we watch things in in increments. These even sitcoms it takes yeah. us a couple of days to get through one <laughs> an episode. Uh, watched but watched a couple of episodes of the newest season of uh, Modern Family lately, mm-hmm. and boy, that show has really just become vaudeville. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's <laughs> cut it off. We're done here. I'm surprised that <laughs> it's gone it's, this long. It really is just like... Yeah, I didn't realize it was still on. I guess it's, it's, it's hyper popular, so I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's it's really like, we're going to run as far as we can. We're going to go crazy with this setup, and then the delivery is going to be a sitcom punchline that you've heard for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like that problem. show was... Like it's time is it feels like it's time has passed. Like it was the, it time. was like okay post Arrested Development post The Office these kinds of like yeah. camera setup shows are gonna be popular. Not that they do mockumentary stuff, but that kind of like yeah setup for a show. And it was kind of reinventing the family thing for a new sort of style. But then like I got so bored with it like t- so quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and the, it really I mean it, I think it tries to downplay the uh, sitting on a couch talking to the camera thing now because they realized did that they that's... do that a lot like was it like oh, yeah. direct they to the still camera do stuff that. okay yeah, yeah, I, and, I, that's, and i've watched some of the, f- the first or second season and i'm like this is good yeah, like i'm funny. laughing at yeah. some stuff there's here, some and really I like funny stuff and ty burrell is yeah, wonderfully good in it, but yeah. because they're doing the talk to the camera thing i'm like i just can't do this show because <laughs> yeah. i did you know that was that was something the the office did yeah it worked and it made sense and there you go and then well, there was the it, american office and it just went too far and too long yeah. uh and then I, somehow parks and rec just did it and it was yeah, great parks and i was and fine so with it good. and i loved it when they did it and then i was just someone else was doing it too and i'm like no yeah. i'm all no. i'm all done on this enough <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway Speaking uh, of sitcoms, yeah. I'm just going to say I signed up for Amazon Prime recently, uh, which gets you free shipping all year, but also access to their video shit. And all it's the one place that I've found all of Roseanne. And oh, I started uh, watching Roseanne oh, from the beginning because I've never actually watched it all the way through. When I was yeah. a kid, Roseanne was kind of a show that I just skipped over. And yeah. then it like grew in its, you know, everyone loved, you know, a lot of it's a, one of those shows that you hear a lot of, you know people loved it at the time but now you know a lot of comedy people are, are very like no but that like i think casey and and you greg were one of the first people that were like no like that's amazing and it's, i was like yeah. oh okay and i've been it's been hard to track down to find and so it now that i'm watching it i'm like find. oh fuck this is great i it's love it so it's good. brilliant it's it's it, yeah. i mean it, it is a show that definitely could have ended long before yeah. it did yeah and just and went right off the deep end but yeah. uh, but before that, it's it's a, a perfect sitcom. Everything about it is fucking amazing, and it was one of those uh, sitcoms that developed a tone where it could have a heart and it could be poignant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, fucking 
Dan beat up that asshole who beat yeah. up Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I'll always remember that. And I'll always remember yeah. the feeling of like going like, yeah, that's what you do. You go fucking beat up the shithead who fucking yeah. beat up somebody that you love and that's yeah. awesome and, yeah. and and also the i remember the feeling of like oh dan loves jackie <laughs> <laughs> but uh man oh god i love that show i love that yeah. show so much yeah. so and roseanne amazing. is absolutely yeah. a fucking I'm, genius. I'm excited that i can get i have the access to just watch it now yeah. and and it's definitely doing the thing where it's like the the first chunk of the first season that i've watched so far is just like it's a it's a sitcom, but yeah. I know that like the foundation is good enough that I'm like this is a really I'm still laughing and the jokes are funny and it's only going to get better. So I'm excited that it's going to get better than like the good sitcom that it is from yeah. the start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is. Is this the sink? Am I shrinking? <laughs> <laughs> That's an episode where they all where they find their old stash and they all get high. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, I will say, fucking one thing I don't like about watching these shows now is that they did this to Seinfeld as well. They do the like they've they don't show it in a square the way it was shot. They've cut the tops off so it fits in your TV, mm. and it Ugh. it looks weird. It looks so weird because sometimes their heads are cut off and like Gross. it doesn't look oh, like it's. Oh no, I want yeah. the square. I want no. to see the square. And they've had they had to redo the credits because of them doing that. So they had to get like oh, an like old yeah. So the credits are all modern looking retro uh, fonts. Holy shit! That it's would weird. that would it's, that would piss me yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> that's that's I mean I love the the Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, I wonder if you can find that chicken shirt online. <laughs> and if any if you watch Rosanna Lovers and you know what chicken shirt I'm talking about. Uh I want to find that chicken shirt. Yeah. yeah. So Roseanne's on Amazon shirt. Prime if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pay 70 bucks a yeah. year just to watch Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but do. also, yeah. yeah, I was like, I basically figured it out that over the course of the year, I probably order enough things from Amazon that I pay $70 over 365 days for shipping. Yeah. So whatever. So is it just straight up free shipping? You get like free next day shipping. Like basically anything I order from Amazon now will be here the next day. And then Seriously, also you get access to their, their video. And there's movies on there and yeah tv shows their originals it's not like an insane catalog but Wait, you yeah. get you i thought that was only america no they do america. it in canada now too america. Oh, although it is one of those things like if you're not watching it in your browser or on the app on the playstation or on your phone you can't cast so uh, you, you can like cast your phone screen to your tv and then full screen it on your phone but there's but you can't cast from can't, the app no and so that's and dumb as so there was like a moment Stupid. yeah it was kind of shitty but there is a playstation app so i was thankful that i could just do that yeah that's fine and everything but that is straight up dumb deal breaker yeah. note yeah. yeah straight up deal breaker <laughs> yeah. fuck that mm-hmm. i love my chromecast <laughs> i want to i so want to say hey google play roseanne <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what else before we get into roulette? Anything? Um, I had a little rewatch. Okay. Is I'll whip through it real fast. Uh, from Beyond. Nice. I had to get into. Uh, I watched that not too long ago. Yeah. Boy, is it good and weird and gross and great. It's so good and bad and dumb and great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barbara Crampton, Jeffrey Combs, Cramper, uh, yeah. another uh, Yuzna. Uh, uh, the Yuz. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Yuzna Gordon combo joint on HP Lovecraft material. It's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> and does a bunch of dumb, weird, gross things, and it's just great. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a real good time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, thoughtful. It's inventive. It doesn't look like other movies. Mm-hmm. No. No. No, it's real outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's their thing. You know, yeah. they, they went, they did, They those guys really dig on H.P. Lovecraft and made a bunch <laughs> of weird versions that were not weird, but their own, their vision of his work. Yeah. And some, sometimes it's a perfect classic like Reanimator and Sometimes it's a flawed but still great movie like From Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Or then it's Castle Freak. Yeah, yeah. Which is... I've never seen Castle Freak. Mm. <laughs> it's Castle something. Freak. <laughs> oh! I ain't got no dick. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. See, find out what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Watch Castle Freak. <laughs> um, and then I also had a, a little rewatch on... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, mm-hmm. mm, um, nice. Which, when rewatching and just like throwing it on as a movie to put on, and you don't have the weight of is this the big movie of the summer? Yeah, yeah. it's spectacular. Just and great. the fact that it is, it feels episodic. Like here's just an adventure with the team. Yeah, yeah. Fucking holy shit! Did I love it on the second run? Yeah. Nice. So much fun. Kurt Russell's fucking great in it. The music's amazing. I I was just overjoyed actually while yeah. i was like man this is fucking good yeah i man is it cracking with adventure yeah. who wrote somebody wrote on uh uh our facebook wall jesse moak was it jesse moak uh about ice pirates oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah guardians of the galaxy has also shared always in my mind shared some kind of dna with, with the ice pirates well yeah. yeah it has the same smirkiness yeah it. yeah and a man i was obsessed with the ice pirates i can't believe i, I haven't seen ice pirates since i was a kid I've been meaning to watch it. Like ten years ago was the last time. Getting to watch it, and it's still fucking awesome. Yeah, great, nice, yeah, nice. So yeah, watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two again if you have, or you know, or for your first time, just have a good time with it and watch Ice Pirates if you haven't. Was it Jesse Moe? It was somebody. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I want to say it was. I feel like that was a while back. Yeah, it was like no, it was like this week. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it was before since the last episode. Okay. Well, a while is subjective. (laughs) Yeah, you know that's true. Totally. Uh, Anything else? Well, yeah. No, uh, I have been listening to uh, my annual, or probably more than annual. Uh, run through of the farts and procreation uh, series. Oh, uh, always uh, good. Yeah, and uh, it did. So just I just thought of it because of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two makes me cry at the end, mm-hmm. yeah, right. and uh, so does Farts and Procreation. Yeah, makes me cry at the end because at the end of the the last one, they just play a whole clip of Harris jokes, and, yeah, uh, and then you cry like you yeah. laugh until you're crying, and then you're just actually crying. crying. Yes, totally. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, and to clarify, uh, Clayton Henderson, okay. Was the one who posted about Ice Pirates, but Jesse Mo commented on it. Okay. So I mostly remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly <laughs> partly remembered a name. <laughs> Craig, that's you awesome. almost did it. <laughs> Just got there. But Can what, I get partial credit yeah. for almost kind of remembering? Well, what you like remembered that. was true. He yes. said something on our Facebook he wall, yeah, and it was about Ice Pirates in some way. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have full credit to the other mm-hmm. party involved. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> now, I guess we can uh, let's get, get into the roulette of film in Film Roulette. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Film Relit is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good and the low roller has to see something bad. This or. week it was a little different. Everybody got to go see what they want, what we had picked. Uh, everybody was a winner this week because there was a new boo to Medea yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so we picked it as a winner's choice. Not winner's choice, but everyone was uh, able to see this film, and only one person was going to lose <laughs> and see Amityville Asylum. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. We'll talk about that after we do our reviews, and then we will roll for movies for next week's episode. Mm -hmm. That is how it works. That is how it was supposed to work. (laughs) Then the parents shows. The people who were parents were like, not Uh, happening. (laughs) It's more like the children were like, hey, Dad, remember how you used to have a separate life from us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mostly just got stuck working too much. I, uh, yeah, I've just, well, we're still looking for a place to live and Mm -hmm. my son has uh, been ill and uh, everything's been a nightmare. So I did not get to see Boo 2. Yep. It's so weird. Now I have to try and talk about this movie alone. Is it a direct sequel to like pick up where we left off? Is it the next day? (laughs) Boo 2, a Medea Halloween directed by Tyler Perry. Uh, Medea and the gang encounter monsters, goblins, and boogeyman at a haunted campground. Boogeyman. Uh, no, starring everybody that you would expect to be in a... I don't know who I yeah, expect who to be. Yeah, who would I expect The whole to be gang. <laughs> Tyler Perry, the, all of the... The same characters the same from last characters. time? The, okay. the, the daughters, the wives, yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, the other weird old ladies. Joe, well, he's Joe, and then the other old ladies, yeah. yeah okay. Patrice Lovely, Diamond White, uh, mm-hmm. uh, lots of many other people that right, you would expect right. from me. So we've had a bit of an interesting Tyler Perry trajectory over the course of our podcast yeah where we early on in the in the podcast run we picked things like his what was his action movie the tyler parrot what was the one where he, like alex cross or something yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah I I that was that like was a loser that wasn't a tyler perry movie no no but we but we but his in. he's come up a lot yeah and uh, he was kind of targeted serious as, movies yeah. like confessions of a yeah adulterer or something yeah oh, that was a punishment oh, also yeah. i think and, we and did a couple of Medea movies because i saw protection. i saw witness protection in theaters yeah i saw the Medea christmas in theaters yeah 
And then I just something when I saw the Christmas one. Yeah. Uh, I weirdly went with a friend. Yeah. Who was like, yeah, I'll come with you. Totally. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's a good friend. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay. And we watched it, and it was just bananas. Yeah. All these all these crazy fades and wipes and stuff that were going on. Yeah. During, it was just totally bonkers. These I'm movies like, I, are, I fucking love these movies. Yeah, they're, they're communal experiences. Yes. You go to the theater, and you have the experience of either finding pockets of them legitimately funny yeah. or being bewildered with what's happening on screen in a way that you and your friends are like laughing and having a great yeah, time yeah. because Tyler, Tyler Perry's Medea movies. There's like, there's these weird ways that you can watch them. You're like, okay, I understand how these scenes where they're like riffing are kind of like him trying to be Apatow doing the little, like where all the characters get their riffs off, but then all the other stuff that's going on in his movie. And then kind of his really kind of plainly drab direction like like all of these elements combine into like nothing you've ever seen or yeah. will ever see before or after like these right. they're they're singular things 100% it's it's a total auteur he's he's free to make the movies yes. he wants to make yes. and they're all weird and out there yeah, and his signature odor yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> and so we did halloween boo a Medea halloween last year yeah. at our live show and we were yeah. kind of it was a. It, I remember Casey and I went and saw that one together, and it was yeah. just like, "What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. yeah, and I'm really disappointed that I can't. That I'm gonna have to try and Listen, figure out. I, no you matter what you it. say, yeah. I'm going to see this. Movie. <laughs> I will see it. Yeah. yeah. In ways, this is what you wanted from the last one, and in ways, it is not. It, un, much like you would expect from a Tyler Perry movie, it uh-huh. both gives you what you thought you wanted and yeah. also doesn't give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the last movie was like, oh, it just turned out that there was like a frat party that was yeah. the plot and there was these monsters. But it, in the trailer, it made it look like monsters, but then it's yeah. just people running around in costumes right. on Halloween. Right. And there was no actual like, is are we like being attacked? It was just like, yeah. no. No, you're not. From the start. Yeah. yeah. This movie kind of sets itself up in some ways to have a a kind of like slasher element so the plot of the movie is uh tyler perry is 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 trying to celebrate his daughter's birthday she's turning 18 and he's like gives her some headphones and she's like i wanted a car and he's like here's some headphones Uh i don't know you're not you're not like old enough to have a car you're not responsible the 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 setup of this movie is a very tyler Perry's kind of thing which is his ex-wife her uh mother the daughter's mother because they're separated is like giving the daughter everything she wants like here's your car you're like oh i'm the ex-wife and i'm ruining your life tyler perry by being perry really hates women i know (laughs) it's really weird and the whole movie is set up this way where he's like i'm being responsible by being the biggest loser dad ever because he's like throwing her a party and it's like hey i got you a petting zoo and she's like i'm 18 it's like the lamest party you'll ever see and the movie is positing that it's just everything about it is confused and that's what makes it a tyler perry movie because he's presenting himself as the lamest dad in the world but ultimately he's presenting himself as right yeah so it's like you don't understand that that is conflicting, that you are a loser dad who can't buy your daughter the right present. But that's, that's, that's what I think 
It, you know what? It, you know what I equate it to? I equate it to Mr. Burns being like, "If you want to make fun of my legendary love of cashews, yeah. you have at it." Yeah. I feel like it's like Tyler Perry going like, "No, okay, I'm going to make fun of myself now. I'm a silly old dad. I'm still morally right yeah. about everything and Jesus and whatnot." But everything. But I'm is a silly dad. It's so convoluted though because, like. But then he'll also do have characters be so morally bankrupt in the in the corners of the movie, yeah. And but also those characters like Medea, who is like offensive but not offensive, and right. righteous but not righteous. Yeah. Like all these characters may like, have been a prostitute. Was a prostitute for sure, a hundred percent, hundred percent confirmed true. in this movie at the very least <laughs> as being a real thing. <laughs> it's just like and and. <laughs> so confused it's, these movies were when i started watching i was like what in the fuck i yeah. I, I thought just oh dressing up and doing yeah you know uh, it's yeah <laughs> it's it's yeah it is and that's and that's what makes these movies so inherently confusingly watchable yeah because yeah like the movie opens and he's giving her the wrong presents and the and the the surprise party that he thinks is a surprise is something he's done every year for 18 years yeah so she she's like but he expects her to be going along with it and then the mom is kind of being like the best friend to the kid which isn't obviously like the best way to parent but at the same time you're like but at least you are trying to approach this child at their level to some degree where he's totally not he's just like no you're not allowed to do anything can't leave the house we're gonna like sit here with your old parents like the old folks and you're gonna hate your life it's just like yeah i feel like if i if i could meet tyler perry if i had one question i was allowed to ask tyler perry it would be (laughs) what do you think you're doing yeah (laughs) and this movie was clearly shot to be rated r a hundred percent really lots of titties tons of tits <laughs> <laughs> um basically there is so much adr and and audio censoring going on in this movie it is like you're watching the tbs superstation cut hmm. right it, like there are so many scenes where it goes on and on and on and they're <laughs> and they're saying like they're clearly saying like motherfucker and they're just saying like mother trucker or something right or or and and it's weird weird because i doesn't i I feel like tyler perry always had a thing against swearing yeah i think maybe that they were trying to dip their toe into it a bit like they're not like dropping f-bombs every 10 every 10 seconds or something but there's clearly a few times where there was like like specifically placed maybe three or four f-bombs and they were scrubbed out but then they did edit like damn out a bunch of times but then said like damn shit and ass elsewhere in the movie uncensored and it's like well then why why did you why did you (laughs) darn it my ass has to shit (laughs) it's not unlike that it's like in the same scene they'll be saying damn and and other and shit and all this other like fairly vulgar stuff but then all of a sudden one of the dams is scrubbed out yeah and then elsewhere they're dropping n bombs, and then uh, elder elsewhere there's other things going on. You're like, I don't understand what the point of shooting it and then scrubbing it out was, or just edit those scenes so that it's not TBS Superstation style because it is just like that. When you watched a movie on it and their mouths were not matching and the yeah, voices yeah, yeah. were totally different, Wicked. it's like 
happens very often I in this movie. Love it very much. You slug in a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was really bizarre and fun. But also, this movie picks up where the last one left off in the sense that now that the daughter's eighteen, she wants to go to the frat party again this year. So right. it's still about those frat guys. Great. From the last one. Right. And they're going to go to this. A wooded area where a bunch of teenagers were killed recently to have their Halloween party, and the mom is is like the cool mom, and she's like, "Okay, you guys can say that you're sleeping over at your my house, and I'll let you go to this party because your dad's a big loser." And then <laughs> Medea hears that this is happening and and tells uh, the dad Tyler Perry, and then so everybody is trying to get there because they don't want you know them to get murdered, right? But then there is maybe a murderer out on the loose. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So we get a lot. So we get a lot of like. There's like a ring ghost lady, who's Uh like doing the little like. Oh, I'm the from the ring. But then there's also a dude with like a chainsaw running around. Yeah. But how much of this do you want me to tell you? Uh, (laughs) Because I feel like I need to tell you. (laughs) All right. So for a chunk of this movie, it is it is suggested to you that people are being murdered but never shown. So right there, that should tell you mm. what is happening in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Obviously he's not going to have a bunch of murder scenes, Yeah, but it's very clearly like who, what's that over there? Oh, uh, and then next scene. Yeah. And then, yeah. so it, you're obviously, this is obviously not actually happening, but right. the movie plays it so long that it is happening that you're just like, just get the reveal that this is not real over with, please, because it, it's so not real. <laughs> How how would you guys think a movie about a father who is upset about his mother letting his children go somewhere and where there may be a killer? How do you think that movie might resolve itself? With death. No. Yeah, everybody dies or yeah. you find out that the thing everyone was scared of off screen was Medea was showing everybody her No, pussy. so Medea isn't in on this. Medea okay. is thinking that all this is real. She doesn't mm. show anybody but her pussy. No. Uh, <laughs> but as you would expect having, if you're watching this movie, it is all just a lesson to be learned. Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. And yeah. it was all Tyler Perry's dad Jesus, character being like, if you're going to go have the party then i'm gonna scare you into a lesson and it's all just been me going around picking up your friends like pretending i'm gonna kill them and then being like now you're in on it and then until it was just the daughters left and then at the end of the movie there's a reveal where he's like i taught you a lesson about going up there and thinking you're getting murdered but it was just (laughs) us <laughs> Next time you'll think twice about getting murdered. Yeah, like you thought you could disobey hmm. lame dad. Yeah. Well, I taught you a lesson, and then the Fair wife, enough. the wife is like, "I guess you're right. We should co-parent, and I shouldn't oh. be the best friend." And, da, 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 and I've learned my lesson. And he's. Hey, do you think a grown man who goes around pretending to uh, kill teenagers, <laughs> it might be a bit of a creep? Yeah. <laughs> like whether he's trying to teach you a lesson about Jesus or not. Yeah. I think he might be a bit of a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's not a lot of Tyler Perry's dad character with the old dude Joe character also played yeah. by, because I feel like they play off each other really well. Yes. There's definitely a bunch of scenes where they're all sitting around riffing off their riffs. Yeah. Um, uh, H- Hattie, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... Which one's the... the- absolutely insane one who's genuinely hilarious hattie i hattie. feel like yeah. yeah and because she's like actually funny yeah. yeah and in this movie she's kind of 
only really given the joke that whatever she says, nobody can understand, where she's like, what and they're like, what'd you say? Still makes me laugh. But unfortunately, in this movie, it's kind of cranked up to the point oh. where you're like, this was really fun. I felt like she was the standout character for me for a long time in yeah. the last few movies. And now in this one, I'm like, oh, you got to give her like some jokes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, so yeah, like, like flesh out the character. Yeah. Like all give of her. her- all of her jokes were either it's funny that she's falling over and running around, which is pretty funny, yep. yeah. but otherwise it's like she says something and they all go, what's she saying? Yeah. Oh, this? No, that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's a lot of Joe being like, I'm going to smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> and then that's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> I got time for that. <laughs> yeah. It's there. There's a lot of the Medea crew, the old folks in a car trying to get to the, uh, trying to get to the campgrounds wasn't there a lot of that in the first one yeah they're yeah. very funny in but the car. i found that it hindered this movie to yeah. to have them just like in there the car is like breaking down they're driving really slow and i was like where is this going like yeah. you just have them sitting in a car it was at once exactly what i expected and at once what i wanted <laughs> and at once a very disappointing fair enough yeah still gonna watch it <laughs> that sounds good yeah yep definitely the most bizarrely edited movie of the year it's terribly put yeah. together yeah yeah, yeah. that is that's his hallmark shockingly weird poor. as fuck editing yeah yeah totally yeah yeah and yeah. just just poorly bad filmmaking yeah i think you could edit Ten these two movies scenes. together so that in the first movie <laughs> one very long piece of shit no because the first movie is about them going to the frat party too yeah so if you intercut the scenes of them not at the frat party Ooh, a super cut. in the first movie <laughs> and then cut the stuff from this movie yeah. of the of the other party yeah i think it would be a better movie fair enough <laughs> and more yeah, funny that is your task sir yeah, okay yeah, i'll get do that, that done this yeah, week yeah, my yeah. fan edit yeah yeah the renegade edit. yeah so yeah. that was tyler perry's boo Two, mm-hmm. a medea halloween yeah you guys watched did you both watch it or just one uh, I watched it. Okay, I lost the because there was some talk in our thread that like yeah, maybe I'll watch it too. In case he wasn't going <laughs> to catch Boo, he should also watch Amityville Asylum from 2013. Well, I think that if you're not going to catch the winning movie, mm-hmm. even if it is a Tyler Perry movie, you do have to at least watch one of the the film roulette movies. Mm. So I did catch. Okay, you did. Yes, I did. Oh, Wonderful. Wow. Yes, I watched it both last night and this morning. Okay. <laughs> Amityville Asylum from 2013, directed yes. by Andrew Jones. I have notes. <clears throat> Lisa Templeton begins a new job as a cleaner at High Hopes Hospital, a mental yeah. institution in Amityville, Long Island. Initially delighted to get the job, Lisa soon realizes that it all is not as it seems. Intimidated by staff and the psychotic ramblings of the patients, she is further unnerved by an apparent supernatural, occur- supernatural occurrences on the night shift. Yes. 2.1 yeah. out of 5. Very weighted <laughs> towards the low end of the spectrum here on Letterboxd. Yeah. And I will say, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about the Amityville series, um, saying, like, I can't believe there's, like, 18 or 6 or whatever there yeah. are of these. And I do feel like saying, up until a point, there's an Amityville series. But then yeah. I feel yeah. like the word Amityville it's just... just, just there. It's, a, yeah. it's like saying... 
Uh, have you guys seen the The series? <laughs> uh, there's yeah. a lot of those movies. But I do feel like there was a point where maybe the legality of using the word Amityville just was open all of a sudden. Yeah, because well, I mean, up until a point, place, it was right? a series. It's a thing that happened in yeah. the news or whatever. So it's but not I, like a... I feel like a copyright must have been like... Maybe at some point. Hey, but something I feel like happened. It hit like, you know, public uh, yeah. ownership now or something. Because everyone can just this, do their this Amityville haunting. To do Amityville Asylum. Yeah. Because you go on netflix and put an amityville there's like no yeah, this you know. this does have to do with that well i mean it does but it's also i mean it doesn't it doesn't follow uh, yeah you know it's not like they're gonna flash back to scenes of james brolin <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunately like i don't think you're gonna like and maybe i'm wrong but i feel like you're not gonna find like a producer's name on every single one of these movies that has amityville in the name where it's like i'm yeah, the yeah. connective tissue yeah, like yeah, i've yeah. been producing this these all along made this yeah <clears throat> amityville asylum it. how is yeah. it it's uh uh well it's horrible it's great (laughs) yeah it's uh it's it's so shockingly poorly made uh, i mean shadows across the lead actress's face during scenes (laughs) like big shadows not intentional ones amazing uh, although to be fair the word actress really is now the bad acting in this movie is old school shitty movie bad acting wonderful it's like a person has never seen a movie yeah doesn't know what acting is <laughs> but it but it's not just it's not just the actors it's the the writer director yeah. editor uh the score score by yeah oh. he did everything Man, but the music. this guy has never seen a movie <laughs> this is the first movie he's ever seen <laughs> let alone directed or wonderful written. So she is horrible. I love. I love. I love her, how bad she is because yeah. she's not like actory bad. No, she's just like she's like a person who just woke up all the time. <laughs> the weirdest expressions that make yeah. no sense. But these like half expressions, like yeah. she really does seem like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, I need a job. Yeah. I need to go get a job at the asylum. <laughs> and her refusal to commit to any scene is just amazing. Anything. <laughs> so she goes, she needs, she really needs to go get this janitor job in <laughs> asylum. Yeah. And she goes to the interview and it's going fine until she sneezes snot on the, like on the guy's hand. What? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's so, Which, but it's like, okay, like, you know how like, um, it's like a group of friends got together and made a movie, and one of them has a camera. Yeah, uh, and, and so he's the director. Nobody knows what they're doing or anything, but they got a bunch of friends and maybe an uncle together to to star in it. But the, <laughs> why did she sneeze on him? It just seems like somebody made the weirdest choice. <laughs> well, and then because then she's like, "No, I'll never get this job." Like, and literally. she's so bummed out about it. Then he calls and he's like, "So we'd like to offer you the job." She's like, "What? Really? You mean me? I get to be the you mean person who cleans up hand? shit in I, an asylum? Like, I get to be the this is the worst janitor?" <laughs> and at first he calls and goes, "Hi, this is Doctor Whatever from the asylum. I'd like to give you a job." And she's like, "Shut up! Who is this really?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And they've calling. already warned her twice about how much poop. There's the queen. <laughs> She's like, oh, is wow! This? I got the job. 
like, it, like literally, he's like, listen, you're going to be cleaning up a ton of shit. And she was like, let me at it. I like the idea that she would be like, is this one of my many friends I told how upset I was that I'm not going to be able to do <laughs> this? I'm not going to yeah. be a janitor. <laughs> because everybody knows. Yeah. And I feel like you're messing with me. And so she gets the job and she goes in for an extremely long explanation of janitoring by <laughs> Russian man. Sweet. Okay, this guy is the fucking best. <laughs> this guy, he's not the best. He's the worst. But he's... Um, the there's best. so much going on here. Yeah. Because uh, the character's name is Delaney. Sweet. Delaney. Yeah. Uh, that's the character's name. And this guy has the fucking worst Russian accent. <laughs> like, I feel like the direct the director was like, or the writer was like, okay, so you're playing Delaney, and he's like, I'm gonna try my Russian accent. And the director was like, don't. <laughs> don't do that. And he was like, how much are you paying me? And the director was like, okay, okay you're, yeah, you're Russian. Russian. And he, but I found him oddly likable. I feel like he's the best performance in the film. He is. He's the worst accent. Yes. No. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of weird accents happening well, in this movie. Well, there's a lot of weird accents because there's this is two a types of production. accents. Well, yeah. So there's the suppression of accents. Yeah. Uh, or trying to do, you know, uh, hide your. You're trying to do an American yeah. accent. Yeah. And there's the Russian accent. Then there's a couple like very confusing ones. There's uh, the the orderly guy or something. Yeah. Who's actually from Saskatchewan. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. And Wait, which I, one? The 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 bald guy or the no um, the, so the the, the rapey douchebag yeah. guy? Yeah. He's from like Saskatchewan, and I'm like, I don't think people from Saskatchewan sound like that. So he's doing something. Yeah, because he sounds like he's Irish trying to pretend he's not Irish. No, and occasionally Southern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's that. Yeah, and uh, uh, the and the lead girl too sounds bizarre because yeah. she's trying to do an american accent and it sounds funny as hell yeah. <laughs> uh uh but her friend oh i love her her friend I is the best because this is an amityville movie and <laughs> no, actually no. that's where i think you're wrong no because this, this is an amityville <laughs> it might be amityville <laughs> she says it like six times and amityville she says it like she's trying to remember how to say it and then she remembers that it's Amityville. 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 <laughs> maybe that's maybe they had to get around it somehow. Yeah, again. I don't know. She's the only person who says Amityville in this movie, and she says it Amityville every <laughs> single time. And it's awesome. It's but she amazing. Pauses before it, she yeah. goes, "Well, didn't you hear about the Amityville <laughs> murders?" <laughs> it's awesome. So uh, yeah, this is a movie that is about an hour's worth of people being janitors. <laughs> Sweet, uh, yeah. Oh, and there's like the uh, the head security guy who's doing like I, is he doing like a Lawrence Tierney impression? What what's that guy doing? Oh, yeah, the bald the bald yeah. guy. Uh, I feel like he was somebody who I was like, I like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like there's something about him I like because he was like, yeah, like kind of like Lawrence Tierney. Like he was just like a big tough guy, like a yeah, like a Michael Chiklis douchebag. Yeah. Um, and then and I was like, oh, there's something about this guy I like. But the rapey guy, I like how this movie is like where well movies have bad guys so these guys are the bad guys and they don't have any reason to be as horrible as they are <laughs> yeah they're just bad yeah <laughs> um and you've got all your inmates which you think might play into something nope <laughs> <laughs> not at all and honestly there's a big like i don't even i don't know what happened but like the one inmate 
who's in there because uh, he uh, he was abused as a child, and then so he went out and killed abusers by eating them. So he's some kind of like cannibal vigilante. Yeah, and uh, he's in there, and he escapes at one point. Yeah, and I don't know how that was resolved i have no <laughs> idea what went down okay well what happened was he was in a cell next to another guy that right he kept uh, the boner guy making homosexual slurs at <laughs> yeah what <laughs> telling him how hard his cock was yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, uh oh and also there's one point where the the main girl walks by his cell and he says forgive me for this um, I can smell your pussy. Yeah. Uh, at which I'm like, we all have seen Silence of the Lambs. Everybody's seen Silence of the yeah, Lambs. Yeah. Do you think you're doing an homage type of thing? Yeah, like, are yeah. you being yeah. clever with this? No one remembers that movie. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> from that. Um, but then he he pretends that he's hurt because he got a scalpel from somebody. Yeah. And so he cuts himself, and then uh, they go in to to get him. And then I don't know what he does to asshole guy's he head. Just like steps. Does on he it? stomp on it? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but so then he escapes and then he eats the other guy. Right. And then? I, oh, yeah. And then I guess he's and then, just, it's just like, okay, well. Is he free? Well, <laughs> but, yeah. I guess it's like, well, you made it out. Yeah, yeah. You and ate the other honestly, guy. Honestly, extremely low security for having a bunch of psychotic murderers there. <laughs> yeah, they got two guys. Two guys. Yeah. And like and anyone can just like with one key be like, All right, I'm coming in there. <laughs> that seems crazy to me. I'm coming in there. Don't you come out here. <laughs> you do not kill me while I'm in there. <laughs> because you're the crazy one. I swear to God, if you kill me while I'm in there <laughs> There's only gonna be one guy left. <laughs> and that is not safe. <laughs> Uh, this uh, movie also does have a shocking twist uh, that there's there's one lady who talks only to the main girl, right. but uh, she's been dead for uh, three Listen. So what is the scary stuff that happens? Is it just... Did you uh, not hear what we just said? <laughs> None of that. She's was, a janitor. Of, yeah, it was all janitors and characters and accents. And that's, when was the ghost? That's the great thing about this movie is that nothing happens for an hour, and then three things happen, and then nothing. <laughs> okay, this is a movie that goes like janitor, 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 janitor. Somebody escaped. Crazy guy, crazy guy eating another guy, and then twenty minutes of the history of Amityville. <laughs> And then the best newscast I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, what in the sweet fuck was that ending? Uh, uh, well, I think we're, it's supposed to be one of those shocking endings where the guy who runs the asylum, who uh, I don't know who he is, like I, I still I'm not Doctor Mixter. Yeah, oh yeah, Doctor Mix, Doctor Mixter. This is also a movie written by somebody who's never heard what people are. Yeah, what's a, I got to make up called. a name. Uh, Mixter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and it's because yeah, it ends, and he's like, I wrote a book. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> It, it, like it, he pretends that the the girl went around shooting everybody, but right. she didn't. But no. who cares? Yeah. Also, she saw a ghost at one point. Right. Uh, oh, and also the asylum was built on the uh, grounds where the Amityville horror right. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> the end. Nice. Yeah. 
This movie's amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> I was astounded and amazed the entire way through. Yeah. Wonderful. This guy, this director, Andrew Jones, a number of films. Yeah. I, I fucking can't and wait. I am going to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah, he's got that little Robert Dahl movie. He's got a couple of yeah, those. Yeah, he's got a bunch of those. He has yeah. a whole series. Yeah, I'm digging in. I need to know. Yeah, and you I should watch the, if you like bad movies. This is should, oh, should really, I watch this? Yes, you should. Oh my the god, the acting is fucking hilarious. The camera work and lighting is fuck. It's I'm insane. regretting everything. Yeah. So many close-ups. Of I'm regretting not watching weird it. Weird close-ups of people's faces while they're talking. Yeah, that did not need to be that close. <laughs> no, no, never. Back up. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, there you go. Amityville Asylum. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There we all go. Five stars. Check it out. Out of four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. So this week we got two movies that you should probably watch, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> um, time to talk about our Punishment album yes. from last week. I gave you the album from 1992, South Park Psycho by Gangsta N.I.P., Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the cornerstones of the horrorcore genre, a genre that I'm not much of a fan of, but as I mentioned last week, if only for the second song, I had to give you guys this record, the horror movie rap. Yep. Um, this is an album that is so over the top with its attempt to shock you that at many times I'm very entertained, although I did say last week that listening to it as an album is definitely something that you're eventually like, okay, I'll listen to more of this another day and not all right now. <laughs> but sure. specifically I wanted to in the, in the, uh, the Halloween mood, give you guys horror movie rap. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I really think that we are going to have to dive into some of these lyrics, but, Oh uh, yeah. I have, listen, <laughs> my browser's open right now. Me too. Yeah. I, so I was excited. I just feel because like I this one week is not enough for me to, yeah. to digest how I almost batshit insane this album is. I, yeah. I want to go song by song. Yeah, I think because so. Because there's there's uh, <laughs> it's really wonderful. It's the beats are terrible, just horrible. <laughs> like although what, Black Godfather, yeah. the beats pretty dope. <laughs> uh, Every once in a while, they're that, fine. It, like, yeah. yeah, and that it seems oddly out of place because it's very full and there's like a lot of like music like a lot of guitar samples yeah. and stuff like that in that but then otherwise it's just a really really bad uh, uh drum machine yeah and then some hoot-do-loot stuff yeah. over top yeah. of it and the rapping yeah. is horrible so bad <laughs> but the stuff that he comes up with is, is fucking it's the wonderful. best right oh it's my the best. god the first song um horror movie rap yeah um the, the first thing he says uh, is sick in the head, bloodshed in an ant bed. You want a new leg? Give me some needle and thread so I can sew you a new one because I'm in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My, he is right. My favorite song lyrically uh, was uh, what, Rough Rough Brother from yeah. South Park. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's start his, and that's like their uh, scenario yeah. or straight out of Compton. Or each guy a lot does of, a yeah. bit. And he comes in last, like, I'll show you crazy. His verse uh, starts with arms, legs, heads, necks, and throats, 
all the symptoms of 26 dead goats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> Cocaine. Yeah, it got me addicted. Saw a cat dead on the ground. I hugged it and licked it. Yeah. <laughs> a taste of blood. Just give me a smidgen. Tried sexual intercourse with a motherfucking pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> there is a... I don't know if what he was trying to shoehorn in there. Listen. Smidgen, did he really want to... Yeah. Smidgen when he wanted? Listen, uh, this is an album where... Uh, Everything is just an attempt to get to where he's going. So my example of this is on that first song. He says, I ain't going to lie. I feel like killing my niece. I love that. I'm a, like your niece. A bird's leg woke up dead with his head in some fish grease. Yeah. So in, in looking at this two line rhyme. Yeah. He decided he needed to figure out how what he could rhyme with niece after he came up with the shocking idea of i'm gonna kill my niece right so he said okay i'll rhyme that with grease now i need to fill words to get to grease a bird's like woke up dead with his head and some fish grease Mm. there's so many things in this album where it's like uh, an animal something woke up somewhere that it couldn't yeah, yeah. anymore. In this like, song, and, and, and the next, so many people have legs. Yeah, a yeah. lot of in legs. In this same, in this song again, because the next thing that happens in this <laughs> song that I have the lyrics up for was because I killed the best. I was born in a dead fish head in yes. my brother's chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many things with like head. There's like a turtle head line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, y- the the legs line in this one is that the one where he's got a friend who uh, who has ten legs, but he only walks on two because <laughs> the other, other legs are, are dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, dude, come on. Yeah. You know what else I like? How much he says. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I want to swim in rat piss. Yeah, <laughs> I like how he's just trying to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's gonna trade man. head with a moose. He also <laughs> some. How does he word here, that? Here because the way he actually words that trading head with a moose thing is pretty. Also, he married words. a dead horse. Yeah, <laughs> he's so crazy. He married a dead horse. <laughs> And he carries around a thousand dead cut-up elephants in his luggage, of course. Yeah, of course. Yep. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Uh, Was born with ten legs. He only uses two because the other eight is dead. Yeah. Very good. uh, He barely snapped his fingers and Jupiter blew up. That's right. (laughs) I I woke up dead in a cat's leg screaming Caesar. A dead goat got pregnant and said it was mine. (laughs) <laughs> the, i also like on one of the songs he said that like cutting off heads was his last summer job yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> like it's it's just endlessly entertaining i do ag- like like that song disgusting which is like the i'm gonna be really gross about sex song is like i don't need this please yeah. this is just gross but at yeah. the same time i get that you had to do it. Yeah. I get that you had to write that song. Like, it really is like if Wesley Willis was 10 times, like, worse than he was. Listen, frozen blood on a stick equals strawberry popsicles. Strawberry popsicles. (laughs) (laughs) Man, he's cutting He's cutting throats with a violin. This is all the things that I've been saying are just from that one song. There's a whole other album that you're, like, you know? Yeah, it's a long album. And yeah, I can't, I can't just... to a point where you're like, okay, I'm uh, yeah. I'm if I, you know, if I spent a few weeks and I really digested this about, <laughs> about three songs at a time, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's gold of insanity in all of them, it. But is, it yeah. is really hard to stay focused. But he'll then something will happen, some phrase, and be like, "What the fuck did he just say?" Yeah, yeah. 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 And what what are all of those words together? <laughs> and the production is is shocking because at certain points it sounds like it was just like somebody pressed play and record on their little yeah, tiny yeah. ghetto blaster yeah and we're singing cocaine <laughs> into it uh, and then they just put that on an album yeah gotta get out the game i gotta get out the game yeah <laughs> oh that oh, chorus that horrible why do they do it so much so much <laughs> they yeah. that chorus this is so a much. phenomenally bad but fascinating rap album. yeah I love it. I, yeah. I every once in a while I go back. No, yeah. this is special. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had this. Yeah, when I was a teenager smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I would I like have this, this thing have, memorized? I feel like I almost wish. I, I'm almost glad I didn't because I feel like this somehow would have informed my personality <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a way that would not have benefited society. And then yeah. all of a sudden, one day, you think you wanna, and you're gonna trade heads with the moose. <laughs> with the moose. I think I wanna, so I'm gonna. <laughs> Straight heads with a moose. Yeah, all of a sudden, Casey shows up to podcast. He's got a moose head. Hey, well, I in thought a, I wanted in a dead to. cat's leg. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Fish grease? <laughs> That's weird. Fish grease. It's, isn't it's even after a thing. Mid, it's after midnight, Casey. I think your blood's turning hot pink. <laughs> oh, oh man. it's wonderful. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, inside a cat's leg, swimming in rat piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah. Uh, um, wonderful. So yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it as I do. Yep. <laughs> yep. For the same reasons. So we get an album now, Greg. You get to give us an album. I do. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I want to make sure I've got the right thing here. You got the right one, baby. Oh, I don't. Right one one second. I have to go to my recently searched because I found that it is uh, on here. <laughs> uh, Oh, shit. All right. Well, <laughs> I can find it. Give me one second. Okay. So, uh, my album for you guys. Okay. I don't know. Good, bad. Oh. It's impossible to uh, presume. I see. It's yeah. Gangsta Nip. It's Gangsta <laughs> Psychotic Thoughts, his follow up. Trust me, I've tried to listen to his other albums. They're not like as good as entertaining as they this. They aren't as insane as this no. uh, thing you hear? Okay. Not quite as good. All right. Um, and I was delighted as I was uh, um, so I was watching Amityville Asylum mm-hmm. and going through the cast and like, where did you come from? You don't know how to act or what's oh, happening. Somebody here. in one of these, one of the f- people in oh. this uh, is a film musician. Is a musician. Oh, oh no, <laughs> the guy who the, the scumbag guy uh, who gets his face. Saskatchewan by, Joe. Yeah. He was in a band called Ish. Ish? Ish. I-S-H? Yes. Oh, no. Which makes them very hard to search on Spotify, so I had to do the search based on an uh, album title. Okay, what's the album title? Where is it? Oh, Freudian Corduroy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I've never hated two words together more. <laughs> Sorry, let me just pull that up. Make sure that this one is on here. Because <laughs> uh, I know the other ones are. I'm trying to search this yeah, now and yeah. I can't get it. I want uh, <laughs> Freudian Corduroy for you. But I know that if the Freudian Corduroy isn't on, there is another. Here it is. Yep, it is here. Okay, good. Freudian Corduroy <laughs> is the uh, 
Debut album. Two two thousand and two album from Ish. Is it who knows? It I S T? No. Oh Ist. It yeah. is Ist. Sorry. Okay. There's Ish. Yeah. Ist. You know, that's a much better name. Yeah. Ist. Totally. I disagree. Yeah. I can't Oh <laughs> man, there's a song on here called Wallpaper Wendy Part One. But where's part two? <laughs> Wait, which one are we doing? Freudian, Freudian Corduroy. Corduroy. This is the cover of it. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Hey, isn't that the guy who played the Oh, doctor? they also have an album called Pocalola Pen Pen Peniolo. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're a UK band. Yep. Uh their name is meant to denote a lack of prejudice. Cool. They are broadly speaking a pop rock group, but with a penchant for genre jumping as seen in their ska, jazz, blues, and classical influences. <laughs> I don't have I don't have that one. I don't have that album. What, I have other albums. Corduroy? Yeah. Aren't you on Spotify? I'm on uh, Google Play. Well, you done fucked up. You fucking blew it. Maybe yes, it'll be I on YouTube How about or um, Toothpick Bridge? <laughs> Maybe it's not the same band, because I've got... Uh, I-S-T? Search by the album title. I-S-T. I did. Oh. Did, don't have it. I've got something featuring John Zorn, though, so... Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, the I wouldn't think so. original lineup of this, the main uh, singer-songwriter was Canadian. Yeah, he's the, yeah, the, guy. the guy from the... Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Toothpick Bridge. Yeah. That's a name. Oh, public response. Ist have received a public reaction from independent media, hmm. and then there's six they sources... What? <laughs> yeah. The group sound... Here you go, Casey. The group sound has been compared to artists such as Elvis Costello, mm-hmm. Squeeze, no. Nick Cave, no. the E Street Band, oh my Ray Davies, Television, and the Beatles. Wow. Fans include the novelist, Neil Gaiman. Oh. Nah. <laughs> I think you should give us Freud and Corduroy, and if we can't find it, just listen to their other stuff. Yeah. But if it's on Spotify, I'll listen to Freud. I, that's a name you can't... Yeah. You can't uh, avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Freudian corduroy. <laughs> it's not even on YouTube. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Well, I'll find it somewhere. Maybe it's on Bandcamp. Mm. <laughs> I'll find it somewhere. Yeah. Sure. Well, give it to us, and then if Casey yeah. has to listen to one of the others... We'll figure it out. <clears throat> I guess so. No, I'll find it. Yeah. You will find it. All right. I'll rip it for you from Spotify. There you go. <laughs> I'll record it record into it. one long wave so you have to listen to it all at once. <laughs> record it with your boombox. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. I have a nice time with that. Time for our roll. That's right. Uh, what are we rolling for winner's choice winner's choice it's a slow week yes now we had a loser film picked yeah i do want to say that it would be funny to keep going down this amityville hole <laughs> but i feel like we should just and, stick with what we picked amityville i do feel like the title we have picked is appropriate for halloween uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah just so that. there's a Low-budget horror film called Hack-O-Lantern. Yeah. And uh, by all accounts, it's pretty entertainingly bad, but we're going to find out for ourselves. Quite quite a poster. Yeah, uh, a few posters. Two posters. Both are are, uh, great. Beautiful. So, Hack-O-Lantern. I keep wanting to say Hack-O-Ween. Yeah. (laughs) 
Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. And yeah. I tried to Google it. And I was like, Hackoween. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Hackoween. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why that offends me as much as it does. <laughs> the more than Hacko Lantern? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is about a young man under Hacky the influence of his evil grandfather can only achieve manhood through a Halloween night murder. Huh. <laughs> Tonight you become a man. Huh. Through Halloween murder. Just one hell of a grandfather. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You'll never be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, come here. <laughs> All right, let's roll this dice. Wonderful. Where is it? Where is it? Is it on the table? There it is. There it Casey's is. rolling. Oh, I got a five. five. <laughs> Bam. Nice. Hey. That's a two. two. Uh, All right. Uh, I'm rolling here. That's a five as well. All righty. Greg. Greg. Hack-o-lanterns in Hack-o-lantern. your future. Okie doke. Yeah. And next week, Casey and I will watch whatever we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll also talk about uh, the, I almost said the dead zone, the dark tower mm-hmm. in our part two of the Ring of King. Yeah. And we'll talk about uh, We're ring this album. King. Freudian corduroy. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, and get into that donation on the Patreon so you can come into the Slack, hang out, give us some questions. We'll answer on our bonus episodes like we're doing today and other days. And mm-hmm. you'll hear all about our uh, fun times with Bond movies and lots of other stuff. Yeah. So. We will see you next Wednesday. As always, goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of the Amityville Asylum. Amityville. 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 This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.